Her name's in the front of the book, morons. Yay, he's right. Them, I understand, but how did you not think of that? I may have been thrown off by Britta's pronunciation of the word bagel. How do you pronounce bagel? I don't. Come on. Bagel. Ugh, you're the worst. Good morning, morning Greendale. Greendale. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Here are your morning announcements. Today, we're talking about Community Season 1, Episode 17, Physical Education. What is your favorite thing to wear while playing pool? And not not joke pool, but real pool. Real pool for men. Well, I did manly it, manly men. I, I'll say that pool is you. You can be any gender while playing pool, my friend. Yeah, but there's a whole thing later in the episode where they're like, "We're manly men who like balls or whatever." So sure, that's fair. But okay. I, but but I'm gender I'm neutral leaving. pool. G- okay, I think even though there's Gen- sticks gender and agnostic balls, pool. Even mm-hmm. though there are sticks and balls, I think it is a as a, a game that anyone can play. Um, okay. So what would I wear while playing pool? Um, yes. probably not shorts. I will what? tell you that right now. <laughs> so you're, you're on the Jeff uh, Winger train right now is what you're saying. I am absolutely on the Jeff Winger train. What is your pool outfit? Well, also probably not leather because I don't think I've ever worn leather in my entire life. And why start now? So what is the halfway point between gym shorts and cool leather biker jacket? That's that. I want to be right in the middle of that spectrum. I think I got it. Okay. A denim vest. All right. Well, um, not what I would have originally gone with, but I've already (laughs) said that's what I'm going to wear. So (laughs) I will see you at the pool hall in my denim vest. And And apparently only that. Hey, you know what? The sign only says no shirt, no shoes, no service. So. But you're not wearing any shoes. You haven't suggested any shoes or socks or boots. The the shoes, the shoes are kind of implied. I mean, I'm not going to go outside with no shoes. I don't want to step on (laughs) a rusty nail in the pool hall. So. What what kind of pool halls are you going to first? Second off, I like how the shoes are implied, but the pants are not. Pants are never implied. (laughs) Why, why, why would you assume, (laughs) look, you, so we're recording this remotely. We've got the webcam on. You can only see, uh, about my shoulders and up. So, you know, I'm wearing a shirt. Sure. Or, you know, you can cut off right about here, but you know, yeah, some kind of upper body, (laughs) uh, yes, it could be an extreme, uh, extreme cutoff here. Yeah, um, exactly. Just right under the nipples. Um, <laughs> you know, a classic, <laughs> uh, clothing. Uh huh. Um, you don't know at all that I'm wearing pants. The pants are not implied. See? Okay. So I will say that zoom or discord meetings are a little bit different than going to a pool hall. Which, by the way, the idea of going anywhere in the current day is wild to me. It's still pretty wild. Um, but see, so <laughs> the sign, 
the sign only sure. says no shirt, no shoes, no service. Sure. Right. I, it's so the, it's the a shirt... well-trodden discussion about why it leaves out pants. Right. Um, now, question, if I just wear a denim vest, but nothing right. underneath the vest, does that count as a shirt? Can I, I still so. get service? I think okay. so. I mean, it's, 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 I, 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 inter- and this is, I understand that I'm doing a wild interpretation of a thing that's six, six words, but I, it's, it's all about the discussion of what is a shirt. And you can only really think about a shirt is an upper body piece of clothing to me that covers most of your upper body. Now is a, uh, what, so a denim vest is basically a shirt that has but like a button up shirt that is completely unbuttoned. But you wouldn't okay. say an, uh, an unbuttoned button up shirt isn't a shirt because that's okay. nonsense. It's a shirt. It's still a shirt. It's just so unbuttoned. It is, okay. Yeah. And if, I the que- that. and if the question is, it does not have sleeves, then is a tank top a shirt? A tank top is a shirt. Okay. So it, we're basically right. talking about an unbuttoned denim tank top. <laughs> so if excellent the, if this the, is my brand now if the combination of unbuttoned <laughs> and and uh and sleeveless means that it's not a shirt then that is the the limit of what a shirt is okay i so, rest my case uh members of the jury so i've so i've got the shirt which is a denim vest uh an unbuttoned denim vest right i've got the shoes because i'm not going to go outside Without mm. shoes, because and, and, I don't and, want to step on things. And as you in, it suggested earlier, it, they were implied the whole time. Mm-hmm. Shoes, shoes. Are, if I'm outside, I'm wearing shoes. I'm not an idiot. It's fair. Okay. So, what kind of shoes? Let's let's dig further into the uh, the shoe idea. Oh, you don't you don't want to open up this can of worms because I have a vendetta against every Facebook ad oh, for yes. shoes. <laughs> because not, I have okay. I have very wide feet. And all these companies advertise cool looking shoes to me and I can't wear them and I comment on every single one of them and I'm probably on some sort of list. Anyways, um, you are. I was mostly looking for Skechers because that's what I have. (laughs) I really I was looking for like, you know what? You're fine. You're right. You're right. I shouldn't have opened that. That's my fault. I should have known that. Okay, so we've got that <laughs> denim uh, unbuttoned denim vest and eye sketchers, I believe it was what it's called. Uh sure. Um and then of course no pants. No because, pa- no pants. Because I don't the sign does not indicate I need them. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine. That's what I wear. What I mean, do, it's a what? pretty legitimate uh pool <laughs> outfit. Um you, Fortunately, mm-hmm. uh, for everybody behind you, you, you pool requires a lot of bending. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for this to be the first uh, Good Morning Greendale fan art that we ever get. Oh, it's just someone. Not. Oh, no. <laughs> someone drawing me playing pool <laughs> in nothing but a denim vest and shoes because I'm not an idiot. Um, <laughs> what? What? is your pool attire um so i probably go with you know a, a short sleeve shirt uh some comfortable shorts and uh some uh some nice shoes um so you know a normal day for me i don't really have different outfits as a person <laughs> it's true you you don't but you ben you definitely do based on your un- unbuttoned denim vest <laughs> that i've seen on mil- multiple occasions totally it's a real thing i definitely for real have 
Exactly. Um, we don't lie on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we ever do a live show, I'm going to need to get a denim vest because <laughs> it's part of my brand now. So, But you're going to have to also wear like tan pants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Okay. We've talked an awful lot about <laughs> denim vests and me not wearing pants. So uh, we should probably talk about community now. We probably should, even though we kind of have been. It's true. Our opening bit has been surprisingly on um, on topic. So, Which is um, odd for us. So we start out in the study room. Jeff walks in in a really cool leather jacket. Also, uh, Shirley brought bagels. Yeah, it's the perfect beginning to Jeff's first day of billiards class. And he shows off how sexy he is in his special outfit, reclining on the table, knocking over the bagels. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jeff, the bagels. I do have a question already. We're like 30 <laughs> seconds. We're not even 30 seconds into the episode. We're about five seconds in, but yes, uh, the, the bench uh, recognizes Ben. Uh, so it's the first day of billiards. Um, mm-hmm. We just had a Valentine's dance episode last week. So does this class start in like mid-February or what's the deal here? So that's a good question. I I don't know for sure because we don't have any uh, textual uh, information in the show. However, I do feel like there are like, you know, gym rotations. That would make sense. And then you could like... You know, like, let's say you have a short, a half, uh, half semester or something like that, a phys ed class of pool. It's not a, it's not like a Spanish class where you have, you're going to it every day and stuff, stuff like that. You kind of do it for a few weeks and then the phys ed coach is onto another topic. Okay. I guess. It's just, it's weird to have new classes this late into the semester, I guess. Or the writers thought, hey, you know, it'd be cool if Jeff was naked playing pool. I mean, yes, agree. So <laughs> how can we make uh, that happen? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mystery. You start with the end and then you work your way backwards. It's possible they did that. <laughs> we just um, want Jeff naked playing pool. How do we get that? So, yes. Sorry, the, spoilers the, for the episode. <laughs> The, I'd be really worried if people were listening to us <laughs> while watching the episode and like, I can't listen to the end. I I can't have any spoilers for the end of the episode because I listen <laughs> along with you guys. The, your episodes take an hour and 10 minutes because you can't shut up. Uh, so I have to really just time this out perfectly for this 21 yeah. minute episode of television. To be fair, though, I will say if we shut up on the podcast, there would be dead air and that would suck. So being more yeah, concise, I get it. <laughs> the uh the bagels get knocked over um and Britta uh so Abed immediately counts them. There are 13 bagels and uh Britta comes in and she's like, "Oh, don't, you know, don't worry about it. I'll get the bagels." And and everything is derailed. Everything. There's nothing I mean, to talk about but bagels. I get it. Because I feel like if I were in that situation, I too would be like, hold up literally everything going on in the world. <laughs> it's what? true. Um, we need to because, talk about these bagels. Especially because they call her on it 
And she's like, Ugh. Uh, I lived in New York, Troy. I know what a bagel is. <laughs> the fact that she's like, I know what I'm doing. Thank you. That's that's the thing that really, like, usually, I I mean, I don't think it's cool to make fun of the way people talk. We sure. all have our blind spots. I mean, the if fact you've that- listened to us on this podcast, I mean, we, we don't talk good a lot. So, you know. Uh-huh. It's true. Um, we have we have an ongoing joke here in my household where um because we're all a little addled here in uh quarantine, my girlfriend went to uh say something about some uh uh frosting I made for some cinnamon rolls and couldn't think of what it was called, and so she called it flavor cream. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and I so love now it. we now we exclusively call frosting flavor cream because it's It's good it's 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 quite good good. yeah it's so good um and also for fans of back to the futurama who have followed us to this you will all remember shirt pants situation exactly it's not an outfit it's a shirt pants situation exactly yeah what's what's your pool shirt pants situation exactly so um so yeah you know stuff like that like at at minimum, some you know people people have you know brain farts or they've only maybe ever read a a word or whatever, um, or it's just cute like flavor cream, which is like we could stop that at any time and we choose not to. No, because but it's the fact, awesome. The fact that she is like, I lived in New York. I know how to say bagels is like peak Brita. Yeah. Like last week, I feel like we got peak good Brita, and now we're at peak bad Brita, where she's just like. I know better than you. I lived in New York. It's bagels. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a good point. I uh, I agree. It is very. It it is not the the Brita from last week who had the royal flush and played it incredibly well. Right. She's still coming down from that high where she totally owned Jeff, and now she's just like, I know how to say bagels. Shut up. It's like I I am. King Midas, I have the golden touch. Everything I touch turns into bagels. Um, I really want a bagel now. So <laughs> I know it's the problem. They they actually go to study. I mean, they're still making fun of Britta by pur- purposefully pronouncing things incorrectly, right. and uh, they flip open to a page, and Troy's book has a drawing of abed in it along with a bunch of like hearts and stuff around it um and the, the uh, book was used so whoever had it last must have drawn this it apparently has a huge crush on abed mm-hmm. i mean how can you not i mean right? yeah i mean look look at that face and how aloof he is mm-hmm. so immediately the gang mostly uh mostly the women are like We've got to find this girl. Like, Shirley's even like... We've got to find this person for Abed. Unless it's a boy, then we have to find them for Jesus. But either way, this is going to be fun. <laughs> sure. Uh, basically, everybody but Jeff and Abed are super on board with this. Jeff, yeah. Jeff just doesn't want to be part of it. And Abed's just, like, watching it happen, basically. Yeah. So this this intros sort of the, the whole plot where Jeff continuously is like guys don't do this and abed doesn't tell them not to but he looks very uncomfortable right um like he is it's the most half-hearted smile i've ever seen where he's like yay you're gonna try to set me up with some girl who sketched me obsessively in a spanish book 
Yeah. So I mean, it, it makes sense when we get the final rev- revelations at the end, but so we go to Spanish class, and uh, <laughs> <I> <laughs> it's do such like, a this is such a dumb joke, and I love it so much. Right? Chang just keeps saying adios, and the whole class echoes him. And everyone's like, what? He keeps saying, like, are we saying it wrong? Like, they, you know, they keep trying it over and over again. And he's just like, you guys, class is over. I'm trying to get you to leave. Which. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. Which is, it's a good joke because it only, I think it only works because we've seen Chang so many times be like, it's hasta luego. Right, yeah. Where like he wants you to say it in a specific way and do all the arm motions because Spanish is 80% body language or whatever. Right, exactly. And so this is, this is sort of like a weird, it's, it's a quick, stupid joke, but it's also the payoff for a season's worth of Chang being Chang. So I I think it's it's really good. good. I think it's really good. good writing. Yeah, um, uh, I, I I love it very much. Although the immediate after effect of that is him taking his binder and throwing it on the ground and telling Annie to pick it up is less than great. I mean, it's Chang being Chang in a different way. So they go they go up to Chang and they're they're like, hey, so um, we need to find out who owned this book uh, before. Do you know who it is? And so he does uh, a bunch of like mystery like kung fu yeah like stereotypical uh, uh kind of stuff Um, Uh, stereotypical wise asian kung fu master mentalist something something right it's it's jenny adams he looked in the front of the book and then just and it's like i understand it from most of them but you annie i don't (laughs) i don't understand and she's like i was just distracted by britta saying bagel weird how does she say it and Brit is like, I don't. <laughs> and then finally Bagels. says it. And then finally says it. And she's like, uh, you're the worst, which is a going to be a, a st- uh, it's going to be a thing. They are immediately like, all right, cool. We've got a name, Jenny Adams. So we need to find this girl for Abed. And Jeff keeps being like, hey, guys, maybe just don't. Like- Especially since Abed says he's not really interested in planning on talking to Jenny. Right. But like Shirley is particularly obsessed with this. She uh, goes so far as to say, um, because Jeff calls him out on it. And she says, Jeff, mind your own business. And Abed, you need to get with this girl immediately, if not sooner. (laughs) What is sooner than immediately? In the past. without, Without the aid of time travel, how does one do something sooner than immediately. So now I think you've, you've fallen into the classic trap of assuming no time travel, given we're watching a fictional television show where there is always time travel. I mean, I don't think Shirley knows that. I don't think Shirley, like not yet. We're not to the super meta parts of community yet. My friend, Abed is probably already aware that he's a character in a television show. So time travel might be on the table for him. Shirley does not know any of this. Like that's fair. She, she's a, uh, just a normal Christian housewife. Uh, working to get a degree to sell bagels on bagels, sell brownies on the internet. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking about bagels now, man. Well, I welcome to bagels. the bagel cast. Bagel. What's your favorite bagel? Uh, garlic, onion. 
Ooh, see, that's also a good choice. I think we're both on the same same feeling. Like I, so uh, we've we've been getting bagels over the quarantine, uh, which I believe I said, but I don't know if it remained. No, in the it's podcast. been cut. Okay, great. But either way, we've been getting bagels during the quarantine, and I get a garlic bagel with scallion cream cheese. Real nice. I'm a onion bagel with uh, regular cream cheese for me. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. I, you know, I think we're 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 on the same side though. I think we're both getting that kind of garlicky, oniony mm-hmm, mm-hmm. flavors, and I and I like them. Okay. They're very good can, in the morning. I can make a truce with the garlic onion people. Um, garlic onion, garlic bagel people. <laughs> the garlic, the garlic onion people. The garlic onions. Um, I can make a truce with the garlic bagel people. It's always the people who are like, you should get everything. It's got onion on it, and I'm like. But it's got other stuff. I'm here yeah, for the onion. Yeah, I don't want the other stuff. I want I want the garlic. Although I will say, sometimes you get a sweet bagel with some like blueberry or raspberry cream cheese or something. Real nice. Real nice. But that's more of a weekend treat. It's like you, like how, how we've somehow put all the savory breakfasts for the work week and all the sweet breakfasts for the weekend. Do you eat yes. pan- pancakes and syrup every day? Nope. That's a Saturday or Sunday thing. Yes, specifically for the weekend. Exactly. Um, it's weird that we have weekend breakfasts. Now that I think <laughs> about it, I mean, I mean, we have we have bagel bites, which you can have when pizza is on a bagel. You can have you can pizza any time, uh-huh. and yet we uh-huh. have separate breakfasts for weekend and weekday and i don't get it why do why do foods have to be segmented oh my god there's dinner food and breakfast food oh my god why do we segment these foods weekend breakfast exists because it's basically dessert that we have decided is actually breakfast that is also fair I've, i've been making my own cinnamon rolls during this quarantine and they're very good but oh man Whoever decided this is a breakfast is an idiot. I mean, a, a brilliant <laughs> idiot because they're phenomenal and amazing and sure. go great with coffee. But like you're eating freaking sweet pastry covered in flavor cream for breakfast. Sure. Like, yeah, no, I get you. <laughs> like my, my, my favorite breakfast for weekends is, is a good, a good stack of pancakes with just so much syrup on top of it. And that is also a weird breakfast to eat if you think about it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna level up your uh, your pancake game. By the way, add in for every tablespoon of syrup, add in quarter teaspoon of bourbon. Ooh, Boom. see, Boom. that's you just that's, leveled up. To be fair, I did not think you were going there. I thought you were going for the the uh, I I make uh, lemon lemon pancakes with lemon juice and lemon v- zest, but I did not think of the bourbon. So, guess what I'm going to be doing over my 2 weeks of PTO. <laughs> Eating pancakes with Eating bourbon. Eating nothing syrup. but pancakes with bourbon on them. <laughs> uh-huh. See, now it's now it's dessert for breakfast and also just a little little touch of uh, a little touch of booze in there. Yeah, it's like who needs a bloody mary or mimosa when I could just pour bourbon on my pancakes. Anyways, uh, man, that sounds yes. so good though. I'm so hungry. <laughs> um, yeah, I ate before uh, doing this podcast tonight, and uh, oh man, that I'm seems like a like, good choice. I'm still like I could eat like a million bagels. Abed is like, okay, I I get it. You guys are gonna can't buy me, love me. 
uh, Troy and Shirley don't recognize that, and then they realize, oh, they're they're talking about love don't cost a thing. Mm-hmm. Can't buy me love is the white people version of love don't cost a thing. I believe Shirley even calls it the white person remake, which I did look up. And can't my buy me love is in the eighties, and love don't cost a thing is in the two thousands. Okay, so love maybe don't time cost travel. a thing has Nick Cannon in it. <laughs> huh. Okay. I haven't seen either, so... Right, I've not seen either one. I looked it up and was like, I was like, is this really the remake? It is not. Anyways, Jeff goes to gym where he's getting ready to play some pool. He shows up in his cool guy leather jacket. Uh, He's playing some pool and he's really good at it. Um, I I do want to point out, we jumped over a couple things I wanted to mention in the last scene of Jeff giving a speech that Abed just needs to be himself. And Britt is like, he's uncharacteristically right. You should be yourself when you talk to Jenny. And then Jeff makes a joke about bagels and Pierce dances away in the shot in such a wonderful motion to me that I just, it's, I, I'm generally not a huge fan of what Chevy Chase brings to this, but this show, but that one act of like dancing away and the throwing his hands up in the air is just wonderful. Uh, so yes, now we go to Jim and Jeff is playing pool in his cool guy clothes, cool guy, sexy clothes cool guy sexy clothes he's really good at it Mm -hmm. there's uh some woman in his class who is uh she seems rather impressed um i believe at the end we we learn her name to be courtney yes we do um courtney is impressed uh you can impress women with billiard skills probably and looking cool while playing pool and looking cool while playing pool it's true it probably helps to look cool i wouldn't know a thing about that so so we we then meet Coach Bogner, played by Blake Clark, who is also Farmer Fran and the Water Boy. For anybody mm-hmm. that doesn't remember Farmer Fran, at the last shot, I believe he's tweaking his nipples during the football game. Oh, good. Um, so, is that more suited for the uh, the Ring My Bell podcast? <laughs> Uh, I mean, if he wants to come on to Ring My Bell, I'll gladly talk to <laughs> Blake Clark. Blake Clark, come on to the podcast. Um, so Buckner comes up and it's like, you're shooting real well and gets everybody in line to disperse gym uniforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it is a gray t-shirt and some pretty short shorts. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're, let's call them running shorts. Cause they also do that kind of like taper and on the sides where it just kind of comes up. <laughs> Leonard is like, you're going to look like an ass in those. Jeff Jeff responds that he knows all about his gambling, to which Leonard says, touche. I continue to love Leonard He's so great. much. It's such a just, wonderful, like, chaotic element. He exists to just call it like he sees it, and then anytime anyone calls him on his crap, he's just like, hey, you got a point. Or he's just <laughs> <laughs> like when he was he's, naked in the pool and he's like busted <laughs> and then he continues to swim around naked in the pool it's uh-huh. true here, Leonard rules. here he's just he's just like touche i've got a gambling problem you want you want to <laughs> yeah. fight about it because i don't <laughs> big whoop want to fight about it oh man so we go to the cafeteria where everybody is kind of hanging around Abed and they've noticed that Jer- Jenny is, is a pretty blonde over there. Uh, it was played by Carrie Witta of which this seems to be one of her bigger roles. It is in her top three on IMDb. 
So okay, just, what are the other two? Okay, hold on, I have to go pull it back up because I did not, uh, I did not uh, keep that because it seemed very. Uh, okay, so the first one is that's my boy with Andy Samberg and Adam Sandler as bridesmaid. Okay. okay. Then there's a movie called Detention, um, with uh, let's see here, uh, the uh, nobody I notice. Actually, wait. Daniel Negreanu is a is in it as uh, who is a poker player. Um, in that one, she was her character is Cinderella. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, uh, my favorite part of that is that I didn't get any of the laughter all cut out. So I just saw you leading back with laughter. Um, the third one is Community, Jenny Adams, and the fourth one is NCIS, Lana. I think I might need to watch that other one because I'm I'm sold on the name Cinderella. Like, oh, Josh Hutcherson was in this. I don't know anything about the the as a movie. Uh, I believe so. I don't know anything about the movie. Uh, it's an hour and thirty three minutes comedy horror mystery. Okay, cool. Five point uh, seven on IMDb. What's it called again? Detention. Okay. Um, oh, oh, oh. Uh, as a copycat killer named after movie villain Cinderella stalks the student body at Grizzly Lake High School, a group of co-eds band together to survive while serving detention. Okay. Um, that sounds horrible, and I will probably watch it. So It does sound very bad. <laughs> yeah, Shirley is and very Josh surprised. And Josh Hutcherson's in this. He's He was in The Hunger Games. Shirley is very surprised that jenny is pretty like they are all they're all having a lot okay you are laughing at (laughs) sorry the first review is this detention could be your last sorry i could nice i'm I'm gonna stop looking at the imdp page for detention now so yes uh, shirley's very surprised that jenny is pretty everyone is kind of they're being real crappy uh yeah this is a real rough rough episode they are like nobody who is normal or attractive or not just a freaking weirdo would be interested in our friend Abed, who we call a friend. Right. Yeah. They even at multiple times, like almost get to the point of calling him like autistic or Asperger's or something, but then they stop. Mm -hmm. Um, And that it's kind of a really rough episode for pretty much everybody, but Jeff, I guess. And Uh Abed, Uh, like Abed Uh comes out at the, you clearly doing well everybody else needs to like rethink of what they were doing right the, uh, they're like okay abed um there she is so you know go be yourself and he's like all right and he's just standing there being himself yeah he knows he, like, well, he's himself so he wouldn't hit himself wouldn't go over there mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then they're like, well, could you be a version of yourself that would go over there? And then so he's like, I can do that. And starts walking over and makes these like vampire like motions. And like hissing noises. Hissing and, noises. Yeah. And um, like, what are you doing? He's like, I was being a different version of me. I think he was a vampire. I I love that that he even when in real life, sometimes he'll be like, oh, I was I was doing a, I was I was uh directing a, a movie and i was just like i was a vampire this one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh they they have a sidebar and abba's like uh, abba 
Uh, Britta says that if Abed is himself, he's going to die alone. We have to help him. In the middle of this, Troy leaves because Abed is going back over there hissing and being a very dramatic vampire. Which, to be honest, pretty sexy. Mm -hmm. It's true. Also, uh, this episode's going to be released the Tuesday before Vampire Friday. The uh, holiday that I invented. It's the last Friday of every month. You do vampire things. It's a whole thing. Boy, so. I'm so happy that we, we were uh, promoted. We, we got some advertising revenue from Vampire Friday uh, Incorporated. Uh-huh. Vampirefriday.org. Um, it's a for real website that I totally own. So <laughs> like that, like I, I know a lot of people are like, that's a totally real website. Blah, blah, blah. Wink, wink. No, it literally go to it. Please go to it. It's very good. Back in gym class. Uh, in the billiards class that started in the middle of February, Jeff walks out of the locker room in his cool guy jacket and his short blue running shorts. Um, and it he's throws still, Jeff. He's still wearing his boots, too, which is very, uh-huh. very good. I mean, I have to imagine he didn't bring any sort of like uh, tennis shoes or anything. That's like, true. Uh, this throws Jeff off so much that he can't even break like he he hits the cue ball and it just flies off the table um he's also doing a lot of very weird like motions trying to bend down and not like show off too much of his butt like he's very self-conscious absolutely self-conscious he just doesn't like playing pool in shorts he changes and goes goes to the coach bogner's office um and confronts him about wearing the uniform which is regulation in this class Mm-hmm. I do also want to point out that Coach Bogner has a no shirt, no shoes, no service sign in his office for some reason, which uh, <laughs> I find kind of weird. So if you went to that class wearing your usual outfit of uh, my, your- my pool outfit, excuse me, it's not my usual outfit. Oh, right. I don't walk this around town yes. wearing my denim vest and no pants and shoes you're right i'm sorry this is a that's definitely my cool outfit that's a deviation from your normal outfit that is correct um we we won't go go into the normal outfit but what uh listeners what would you think the normal outfit is tweeted us at good greendale either way uh if you show up there you've got shoes you've got shirt you've got pool service so yeah he complains about uh how ridiculous he looks and coach bogner um is like what you have a problem with playing pool with a full range of motion and optimal comfort (laughs) (laughs) like he sounds like there's a package of yeah yeah. gym clothes that have like full range of motion optimal comfort and he's just reading the ad copy for it it's 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 wonderful this actor uh blake uh is just so incredible at playing people like this that mm-hmm. he's just he's just incredible i i, I love he's such a character actor but his characters are always so perfect coach bogner has such a weird obsession with shorts that uh and and playing pool and optimal comfort right. and whatever that he just keeps telling Jeff that it's regulation. It's the only thing he can wear. And also, he has an ancient Greek art print of a bunch of naked people playing pool. Um, and so I called it Chekhov's nude pool playing <laughs> art. It is foreshadowing, isn't it? 
Mm-hmm. Excellent. <laughs> so Jeff, based on this confrontation, Jeff storms out and calls the class the desecration of America's coolest sport, which Coach Bogner obviously takes umbrage to. Um calling Jeff a hipster because he cares more about what he looks like than what he how he's playing. Uh, Jeff says, you're the one that has a rule about clothes. I'll kick your ass in pool. And, of course, the challenge, uh, if Bogner says they play in pool, they play in shorts. Yep. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Well, there might be a but because it does have to fit in the shorts. Uh-huh. That's true. But, yeah, th- then Jeff storms off. Yelling pool in shorts is stupid. This is stupid. Pool in shorts is stupid. Vanity, thy name is... His name. First day I didn't catch it. Which is he, the argument you go to when you know that you're right. Mm-hmm. Back in random abandoned classroom <laughs> slash storage room that they we like keep, hanging out in for we, some reason. It's cl- Why do they keep hanging out there? They keep going. Um, they decide that they need to change Abed into someone more likable. And Abed even knows this. Um, he even he repeats straight up that calls to them, them on yeah. it. He's like, you're trying to change me into someone more likable. Uh, everybody's like, no, no. And Pierce is like, yes, you need to change. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, fair enough. He also says some other stuff that's probably not I- ideal. Yeah, I'm not even going to mention it. <laughs> that's fair. It. He did um, some racist stuff. Pierce does that. So <laughs> Annie, uh, they have Annie stand in as a girl. Which um, is such a wonderful, like, just, and be a girl. It's so good. Right. Abed immediately switches over to Don Draper from Mad Men. <laughs> exactly. Which I is I always love this joke because Alison Brie played a character right. in Mad Men. I think it's Trudy so, Campbell, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so the fact that she, Annie, is played by Alison Brie, who played someone in Mad Men, is being hit on by Abed pretending to be Don Draper. It's it's like it's meta on a lot of different levels, right? And it's it's I love meta it. on the levels that community likes to run on, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it. Like, this is what community does best. I I have to assume that when they were like, okay, we need Abed to be someone suave. Somebody was like, Mad Men specifically because Allison Brie. Like that has to have been a thing, right? It was probably there Dan are so Harmon. Many, <laughs> there are so many other suave dudes that abed in like mass media that abed could have pantomimed right right somebody had to be like well don draper because allison brie yeah and i I love it adds a level of meta yeah and they're like that's perfect get it get it on the the air let's see if if uh, Mm -hmm. danny booty could do it um also annie is really into Abed's Don Draper. Like she has a legit like smile. She is very aroused. She, she goes into the kiss. Yeah. She, she's, she, yeah. she's the, wanting it. Abed is about to, to kiss her and she is all for it. And then, and Shirley's like, Whoa, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't, don't be Don Draper because he cheats on his wife. Be someone like Mike Brady. <laughs> why, why i mean i get the character why, why 
Britta suggests Joe from uh, the Facts of Life, but the dude version. Uh huh. They've they've got some. Well, then <laughs> Troy says, "Be like Calvin. His best friend is a tiger, and he just pees <laughs> on things he doesn't like." Um. So they've all got some ch- real choice uh, comparisons. Yeah. Somehow, for Abed, Abed. Abed has the best one to be suave. It's 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 amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff comes in and is still clearly frustrated about the billiards class, and it's like, "Why are you still trying to change Abed?" Abed does a Jeff impression, uh, which he calculates Jeff as uh, performing as Jeff to be like ten percent Dick Van Dyke, twenty percent Sam Malone. 40% Zach Braff from Scrubs and 30% Hillary Swank from Boys Don't Cry. Jeff Je- gets Jeff- a little upset at Zach Braff. None of the others, <laughs> just Zach Braff, which I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's very good. I think that's that's an awful lot of uh, Zach Braff from Scrubs. It, it is. Think. It's probably better as a joke than anything else. Because mm-hmm. there's, there's Zach, uh, Zach Braff from Scrubs aka jd is not very suave he's not suave and he is much more playful than right jeff jeff i I can definitely see the sam malone influence sure you know i think he overestimated how much zach braff there Mm -hmm. is but still love the reference and that jeff gets upset about it Mm -hmm. maybe jeff uh, maybe abed quotes 40 percent zach braff just to troll jeff Ooh, see now we're now we're going because i'm not one to doubt abed's math i mean he he knows what he's talking about pop pop culture expert but maybe maybe it's a a ploy maybe he's toying with jeff that's also possible yeah anyways then jeff has a tantrum about how he doesn't look cool in shorts and throws a box down to the ground and freaks out and then abed copies him yeah and and it's pretty Br- good. And Britta suggests that he does that Abed does a version of Jeff for Jenny. Yeah, see, there you go. He's already got it down. So they go to the cafeteria and uh Jenny's reading Pride and Prejudice, and uh Abed's like, I don't want to spoil the ending, but Pride ends up with prejudice. Which is a su- it's a surprisingly like good line. It's, it's a good not line. the best. Yeah. But like as a as a you know, little icebreaker to like sort of diffuse the situation you know get down get that wall down a little bit it's pretty good yeah i think i don't i don't know how well, to it, hit it, on women it, so well, sure. you know well do you think i do um <laughs> <laughs> listeners do you think we we're, can hit on we're women? both two <laughs> experts at hitting on women to so be fair, good at it we have somehow both have significant others so that therefore we've done something right once mm-hmm uh yeah in my case that was all on her because (laughs) i don't know how to hit on women so there you go so either way uh he's real smooth and she's kind of into it although she's like have i have i seen you before um and he goes in for a kiss and a guy comes up behind him and is getting ready to punch him for hitting on his girlfriend it looks exactly like abed Mm -hmm. it is white abed it's basically Danny Pudi in makeup, uh-huh. <laughs> which is said. I, I read that he the makeup was uncomfortable, which which sucks because it's like it's a good gag, but also like he had to sit in a makeup chair to be uncomfortable for a while. For a grand total, I think I think White Abed is on screen for a whopping like thirty seconds total. Yeah, 
it's 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 a lot of work for a little bit of payoff but good payoff back in the study room the dean is doing an announcement from coach bogner yeah uh, I almost said Coach Bortles. Uh, <laughs> different, different thing. To be fair, he's probably um, he's probably just as good at pool as he is at football. So uh, yes, the dean is reading an announcement from Coach Bogner uh, that's uh, about how Jeff needs a uh, how Jeff left his panties in the uh, pool room. So just go and pick those up. And it, and it's implied uh, Jeff implies that it's been happening for a while. Yes. Um, but he's still frustrated about being called a hipster. Would a hipster wear $300 jeans from Italy? I mean, yes. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, we need to talk about Abed. He, his heart is broken. Pierce is like, you know, we had to go and sully his mind with thoughts of love and romance and vaginas. You know, the big three. That's what they call the, them. The three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those are the three things. Um I do love that Jeff does a little aside to Britt is like, that's the big three. That's what we call him. I mean, I, I feel like when you've got Pierce in your study group, um, you've you've got to always be making those little comments back and forth because otherwise you kick Pierce out, right? Like That's fair. I Well, I mean, you know, you, you could just kick you can't Pierce blow out. Off, if you can't blow off a little steam here and there, that steam is going to build up uh, and then it's going to erupt and and not in a good way not in a good way there are good explosions to have happened but that is not one of them name one good explosion it's about your other podcast <laughs> okay not the taco bell part that's a bad one <laughs> okay <laughs> weird um weird I- i'm weird <laughs> yeah you're weird so Fine. I'll accept that I'm weird. Yeah. Abed comes in. Everyone's surprised to see him because they assumed he wasn't even going to come into right. to school today because he was just so upset. And Abed's like, you guys must be pretty upset. I know how important it was to you that I get a girlfriend. must have hurt. Uh, he also knows that everybody wants him to be happy and everybody wants to help him. But usually when people find out that they can't help me, they get frustrated and talk, talk, stop talking to me. He didn't want that to have happen. Mm-hmm. Which, um, you know, it's, it's sort of, it's one of Abed's things, right? Where like he's, he is exceptionally aware of everything going on around him. Like this is not his, this is not his first rodeo. Right. You know, it's, it's, kind of sad actually that like he plays along with it specifically to keep his friends like the fact that he feels like he has to to make sure that his friends don't leave him because mm -hmm. they realize that they they can't help him but even though figuring out what helping him is is kind of yeah it's 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 kind of a bittersweet little speech that he gives because it's it's sad, but it, it, it shows his self-awareness, but also the fact that he is worried about people leaving him when they, he does, he no longer feels like they, they no longer feel like they can help him. Right. Which, which also points out that the fact that he is traditionally seen as, you know, a charity case. Right. So it's rough. It's, it's, it's a, you know, it is a, a thrown away line almost like not thrown away, but like, it's the the point of the whole story, but 
the fact that it just kind of slides in there without thinking about its emotional intelligence, like importance mm-hmm. to, to everyone. In fact, I, it never, it slid by me most of the time until we started talking about it. This is really sad. Abed relates to the, the rest of the study group that, um, it is, um, actually white Abed, whose real name is Joey, which also maybe kind of makes Abed Brown Joey. Abed does point out that a lot of girls like him because face it, he's pretty adorable and his aloofness reminds him of their fathers and Abed is more used to women approaching him. Yep. Abed knows what he's about. Like that's, that's one of Abed's core tenants. He knows what he's about. And he's got self-esteem falling out of his butt. It's also what he's about. (laughs) Um, His final thing is if, when you know who you are changing for other people, isn't a big deal. Right. So this inspires Jeff. Jeff goes so far as to say that Abed is a god, which kind of, yeah, you know, I can see it. Abed kicks butt. He does. So uh, Jeff says, if you'll, if you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Uh, th- Britta <laughs> is so inspired as well that she doesn't care how everybody feels about the way that she says bagel. Again, everybody laughs and you can see her facade of actually, actually really caring about how people are, are trading her. You could see it crumbling. Oh yes. Britta cares so much about not caring what people think about her while she also cares about what people think about her. Um, yeah. It's a problem for Britta <laughs> specifically. I mean, you know, she sometimes you got to just learn how to deal with caring about what a lot of people say about you. I know a lot of people say don't care what people have to say or blah 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 blah. But, you know, these are her friends. These are the the found family that we've talked about so much that it it does kind of suck to be the the butt of the joke i mean i've done it you've listened to me say shirt pants situation but you have to you you do have to learn to live with it at some point and just say you know yeah that's fine um but yeah if you're continually to be the the butt of the joke i get it i mean Mm -hmm. i'm i'm probably a little bit more sensitive than most about like you know when i when i look stupid and somebody calls me and i'm like well i i yeah you're right damn it and but, you know, you just kind of have to go with it sometimes. Some people have thick skin. Some people need to deal with the uh, deal with it differently. I like the fact that we have different kinds of people on community that have different ways they deal with that. Mm-hmm. Man, My this is thing, way more emotional than I thought it was. Damn. Uh-huh. My thing is always I um, like people will give me a hard time about something and I'll, pre- I'll pretend that like I'm really... Like, I don't like go out and like cry or anything, but like I act like I'm like, oh, you know, really frustrated and like, you know, you sure called me on that. And then people like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I was just fooling around. I was like, well, yeah, I was too. Like, I thought we were doing a bit. And then (laughs) like, I don't mean to do it, but I'm like, I'm yes anding this. (laughs) You're you're joking about how I should feel bad about how I say bagels. Uh, So, you know, I'm going to yes and this. And then they start feeling bad because I'm yes ending it and they don't know about it. So you are such a natural. That's happened so many times in my life that like <laughs> I honestly feel just a little bit bad about that. Yeah. You're just such a natural improv performer that you just can't mm-hmm. help it. Back in pool class, Jeff shows up in shorts and he and Coach Bogner exchange some words. Um, but then Jeff says, 
do you want to talk about because they're talking about like clothes and you know does the clothes sure. make you cool does jeff really just want to prove that he uh can look cool playing pool in shorts and then jeff says now do you want to talk about clothes like a girl or use tapered sticks to hit balls around a cushioned table like a man balls like a man so good i love that line um uh so that this starts the uh the homage to the color of money with warren zevon's werewolves of london i missed it was an homage um i i googled it i googled like what is the song again <laughs> werewolves of london oh this was in the color of money i watched a clip i'm like oh this is exactly like that okay see this is this is where because like i said i'm part abed but this is where my brita comes out right. we're like <laughs> as the abed i'm supposed to know this right i but honestly I, I didn't I know that until it. i looked it up today because i was like I, I was just like trying to remember what the name of the song is. I was like song and community. Oh, oh, it's a reference. Oh, it's a reference. Look at that. What is it a reference to? The color of money. It's a, uh, 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 Tom Cruise is a pool hustler. I'm going to look up a clip. Oh yeah. No, this is, <laughs> this is yeah. Straight up. Like yeah. even like Tom Cruise dancing around like Jeff does. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah i've never seen that movie so there you go I, i've never seen it either i just again found it because i was double checking it was warren zevon and werewolves london and that you know got, despite got the despite the number of times i've seen community there's probably an homage in like 30 percent of the episodes that i'm just not aware at all <laughs> is an homage exactly because i never knew this one was i was just like yeah werewolves of london works pretty well with this montage <laughs> why yes. not yeah it seems good this, I, this makes sense it's a good song to use for this montage i do imagine as we continue going through the episodes of community we are going to get more and more tweets of how did you not realize this was a homage like come on mm-hmm. Th- this is clearly so, the whole thing yeah a whole crowd starts gathering uh jeff is being good at pool but so is coach bogner uh they're both really good they're making some great shots uh the dean shows up at one point mm-hmm. um to see what's going on that means you know it's a big deal you know it's a big deal uh coach bogner says that uh he says you haven't learned anything except how to look cool playing pool in shorts yeah jeff Jeff's- jeff knows that he's he's there because he likes playing pool he's having a good time regardless mm-hmm. of what he's wearing and because of Bogner saying he's just there to look cool, he decides to pull down his shorts to prove the point. It's not about looking cool. Coach Bogner um, also takes his shorts off, but then, uh, yes, and Jeff, uh, this is like strip improv here. <laughs> strip improv, exactly. Um, I'm going to take off my shorts and my shirt. Uh, and this causes Jeff to do the same. Now they are both playing pool in their underwear the dean is there taking pictures gathering evidence yeah as he says yeah chang tries to get pelton to shut this down again i do want to point out though that you know jeff joe McHale is a is a you know well-built person and bogner is a a, an older gentleman uh who has a little bit of uh extra um Mm -hmm. so that is the what we're looking at here chang starts taking bets as to who is going to win because chang and well of course there's a there's a time to make money and it's now Mm -hmm. so they're down to the eight ball um they're apparently playing eight ball pool they've only got the eight ball left to sink 
And uh, Bogner says, years from now, when the story is told, all they're going to remember is that one of us loved clothes and the other loved the game. And then in synchronization, in synchronicity, they shout (laughs) and tear off, tear off their underwear. It's like a, a primal yell. It's so wonderful it's great jeff even throws his underwear into the crowd (laughs) uh which is so such a good little motion um Uh everyone is just shocked and appalled annie kind of enjoying it which is a quick turnaround for her after after dealing with the penis and the politics of human sexuality the episode Mm -hmm. earlier i mean i think when she was doing that reverse porkies she was like i think she's she's kind of interested um i think that repression is sort of a choice that's like i feel like for a lot of people being repressed is sort of like a thing that uh they they don't really have much control over right Um, oh that's fair i feel like i feel like annie's is sort of a choice because she was definitely into that reverse porky's moment back then and she's also into this one right now she's also into this one i i do love how um so uh as as happens a lot of times my girlfriend does not catch the beginning of episodes oh, um, because I start ter- watching them. Terrific. I love where this is going. She joined me right about uh, the right around the uh, werewolves of London. Um, the color of money. Sure, yeah. Montage homage. Um, and so she is again. She's never seen community. She's only seen the couple of clips <laughs> that i uh, that she catches while i'm watching it so she sits down (laughs) to this part where two men are bit by bit stripping and playing pool in front of a huge audience in the middle of a community college and so they tear off their underwear and uh she had quite a reaction and then we get to the part where jeff starts bending over the table yeah and everybody is like oh and she literally like covered her face because she was just like oh my god and i'm like nope it's true she's she's definitely part annie because annie kind of does the same thing except then annie uh sneaks a peek so and and dean pelton takes a picture oh yes that's Um, uh i that's that's going in the dean's private collection it's evidence uh i do just want to touch on the story that you just told about sarah and i can just under like every second of sarah's reaction is just so i can see it so clearly of oh 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 oh. it's so Uh good oh yeah i wish i was there because that sounds like the funniest thing to watch somebody else (laughs) watch a thing oh man like it's it's great to watch somebody watch a thing that you love for the first time because you can see them appreciate it and enjoy it um it's really weird in the situation for this and and back when we were doing futurama as well where uh she'd usually catch the end of episodes because she was just getting back from work or whatever when i was when i was finishing and so it's not even that she's watching community with me. She's watching the last Five six minutes, minutes yeah. of every episode. <laughs> and because it's community, 
where it just sort of builds up in ridiculousness yeah. over so the she, course of the episode. It's the peak moment of ridiculousness. She's getting 0% of the normal parts of this show. Um, because a couple of weeks ago, it was everyone looking around the table, sizing each other up as, as oh, yes. sexual prospects. This, oh, and this so week... Good. This week, it's it's Jeff bending over a pool table, butt naked, um, <laughs> in front of an entire school. Oh, man. It's kind of magical. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. Oh, so terrific. <laughs> and it's only going to get weirder. Yeah. So, think yeah. of all the episodes we're coming in in the last six minutes is just going to be buck wild. You mean every episode of Community. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as we kind of indicated, uh, Bogner misses the shot on the eight ball, leaving Jeff the good angle for the eight ball. Uh, but he does have to bend over the table and get a knee up there, uh, shows everybody uh, everything. Um, and, everything. And, uh, yeah, legitimately everything. Uh, but Jeff nails the shot. Yep. So Jeff wins and... Uh, uh, everyone cheers and coach Bogner comes over and they have kind of a moment like Bogner grabs Jeff by the shoulders and he's like, you son of a bitch, you son of a bitch. You can play pool how, in whatever you choose. And Jeff's like, I choose shorts. I choose <laughs> shorts. And then Bogner calls him a magnificent son of a bitch and kisses him right on the lips it's it's such a great moment it feels like it needs to be a reference to something or like just like a general reference but oh it's so good it is so amazing then yeah we we cut to a moment um a little bit later they're all still hanging out jeff is still naked he's just uh wrapped up in a blanket Uh, i think it's Um, a, a flag of the college oh i missed that i think it is it might it might be a blanket but I saw. I thought I saw a logo on there. So, anyways, he he's wrapped up in something. Anyways, he's not wearing real clothes, right? Um, I guess he did tear off his underwear. Maybe right. he doesn't want to go commando, especially with those shorts. Especially Every, with those like, shorts. I mean, think about what people could see accidentally. I mean, it's not anything anybody. I mean, everyone's already seen that, anyways. It's fine. That's fair. There's nothing left to the imagination on Jeff anymore. That. Uh, woman courtney who uh was kind of impressed by jeff's moves earlier in the billiards class comes over and she's like hey this might sound a little forward but could you introduce me to your friend over there and she points over at abed who's playing some pool and uh jeff is like you know what um i I know that guy i know his mo i think it's better if you just introduce yourself and joey is a little jealous of abed Uh uh-huh i mean joey shows up again you know this for the combined 30 seconds and he's like why couldn't i be brown joey which is you know wild he's already got his girlfriend yeah exactly be cool joey seriously you don't you don't need all the women at greendale community college you've already got uh this ain't pokemon you don't have to collect them all jenny jenny You've already got Jenny. Like you don't need to collect them all. It's there's not a woman a Dex. Mm-hmm. It's true. D- that was a terrible uh, play on Pokedex, but thank you for. It's very, it's very bad. 
we cut to the tag. They're doing a weird skit where I think the premise is they're trying to be Muppets. I think they're like, trying to be Bert and Ernie mm-hmm. based on their shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, they're, they're moving around like they've, they can't grab things and, um, they eat cookies all weird and just like a Muppet would. Yeah. And Troy had, had uh, ret- was returning Abed's book and it's like, did you get your own book? Something of a sort and had pulled all of the pages out of uh, Abed's book. But then Troy suddenly realizes that his cousin's funeral today. I knew there was a reason I couldn't do this today. College textbooks are expensive. That is an expensive bit right there. Sometimes you just got the pages though. of your Spanish book and then you're sure. like, let's do this bit. Sometimes this book you costs just have to commit $250. So again, sometimes you got to commit. Uh, that is the end of the episode, and that means that it is time for Grades. In general, I like this episode. Um, the the entire pool short plot is amazing. Like <laughs> it is such a weird thing for this old coach at a community college to be obsessed with shorts and for Jeff to be super obsessed with not wearing shorts. And I love every minute of this plot. It's so good. It's quite good. I agree. I like the Abed plot less because it's, it's pretty rough. Like I think in the end it comes out okay because we, we see this a couple of times throughout the series where people treat Abed like a child. Yeah. And he is, uh, like I said, I mean, he, he's very aware of like, he notices everything. He notices the things that people don't notice. And so treating him like a child is rough. Um, but people continue to his friends, his, his found family continues to treat him like a child. And, I I do think this works out in the end because, you know, throughout he's like, well, I mean, I was doing this for you guys because it was important to you. And, um, Hey, you know, it turns out I don't need your charity and I don't need you to teach me how to pick up women because I've got my own thing. And so I, I do think that it does work out in the end, but it is a sort of sad story. Um, also, as a as a guy who was pretty perpetually single in college, like the number of times my friends were like, "We need to set you up," and I'm like, "I'm fine. I, I don't I don't really need that." Right. And then they'd be like, "Well, but you know, we've decided that you need to get some action." And I'm like, "No, I'm good though." Like that resonated a little bit for me, which okay. I think made it a little. Uh, it makes this episode a little bit more frustrating for me because uh, I've been on that side. Like I said, I do think it evens out in the end because, um, you know, they they all learn kind of because they'll do it again. Yeah. But they they all have that that bitter lesson of like, you know, Abed knows what he's about. Um, I mean, like I said, that's kind of his thing. We, we keep coming back to that. Abed, more than anyone, knows who he is. Right. And so I think it it combines into an overall pretty good episode. I'll give it a B. It mostly mostly on that uh the pool shorts sure. plot. 
a little bit, you know, like Abed doing the Don Draper thing is a lot of fun. And, you know, the fact that we can appreciate Abed for being himself uh, at the end of it is is still really cool. So, sure. Um, yeah. Overall, I'd give it a B. Okay. Um, I'm I'm having I, I, I mean, I, I have some I, I mostly agree with you on this one. He, uh, I think that you you know, we, we all come to each episode with our own feelings and thoughts. I think the Abed storyline is maybe not well done, but I think it, it says something important. And I think it, it, it kind of keys off of the, you know, infantilization of Abed by the rest of the group um, of, Hey, just because somebody understands the world a little bit differently doesn't mean that they they need your help to understand it the way that you understand it. Right. I think that's an interesting point to be made on in a comedy television show. And you're you're I'm a hundred percent with you on the uh, the pool plot line. It's the f- one of the funniest plot lines in Community that at least certainly so far if not all of it because i just mm-hmm. love the way that they're just screaming at each other while tearing off their underwear it's just a, <laughs> the funniest image in the world but i do think the other storyline the abed storyline with some you know known uh problems you know pierce and stuff like that i do think it's 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 a successful storyline it's got some laughs but it's it, it i think it makes you think a little bit and you know, if you're on the side of, you know, at the beginning, if you're thinking Abed is is right, or if you're thinking Britta and the rest of the group is right, you kind of come to another understanding of, oh, you know, maybe maybe things aren't as black and white as I thought. And I think that's an interesting thought to have here. Okay, um, I can see that. As an entertainment product, it's a little rough, but, you know, I, you know, I, I think that's just because it's telling an interesting it's making an interesting point, which I don't want to leave by itself. Um, I think it's. I think I grade this a little bit better. Um, I'm. I'm going to give it an A minus. I really love this episode. Um, it's not. I, I think it's mostly the pool stuff, um, because again, it's hilarious to to see two grown men yelling about shorts at each other and about pool. Uh-huh. Um, While stripping off yeah. all of their clothes and in front of a crowded audience, mm-hmm. right? But it also is a good example of how community has flawed characters that, you know, in so many television shows, if they would just talk to one another, they would understand each other. And here, you know, Abed is going along with it because if he does talk things through, he's worried he's going to lose the group. And I think that's a that's a human emotion of like, I, I will go along with something because I know it will make sure that my friends will still like me. And okay. I think that is an interesting point that is made by this storyline and that while entertainment, you know, it's not, it's certainly not the same entertainment, but it is important to know that. And it is important in a comedic show. It's an important on a network television show to be like, everybody sees the world a little bit differently or, you know, wants to be accepted. And I think that's, that's an important point. And I, I think it's, I think it, it does it pretty well, but yes, it's not as it's, it, I understand that everybody has their own viewpoints and perspectives on it, especially you, you know, no one is coming to any kind of critical discussion of it without bringing some of their own personal uh, experiences and baggages or what have you. 
but yeah, I, I think it, it's a, it's a really well done episode. Certainly. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I give it an A minus. Okay. Uh, well, we would like to know what you think about this episode about, uh, the best attire for playing pool, even if it's nothing but some shoes, they never took their shoes off. Never did. Which is why shoes are implied. Fair enough. Fair point. What do you think Ben's normal outfit is? Because his pool outfit is the un, un, uh, unbuttoned denim vest and uh, eye sketchers. What is the best breakfast food? And do you differentiate between weekday breakfast and weekend breakfast? I forgot I went on a whole thing about breakfast in this episode. Oh, yes. We went on a whole thing about I don't weekday breakfast the... and weekend breakfast. What in the world started that? Um, <laughs> what there, does anybody eat in this episode? <laughs> I mean, there's bagels. <laughs> That's it. It was bagels. We, we were right. talking about bag bagel flavors. What's your What's your favorite flavor of bagels? What What's your favorite thing to say? Weird. We want to know all these things and more. You can do that by reaching out to us on Twitter at Good Greendale. You can find a contact form to contact us directly at goodmorninggreendale.com. You'll also find information about how to share the show, uh, how to support us on Patreon, how to join the fan group, League of Jeremy's, the Ben and Mike podcast fan group that now encompasses all of our podcasts, the the Ben and Mike podcast family. (laughs) I like the way you put that uh yeah i think i think that's gonna do it for us here um i think we might have done too much yeah i don't think the, you've eaten yet so i'm gonna I let not. you i do want to go get some I, food i do want to say thank you to everybody that comes to the end of these episodes i know we we're often asking to support us but i'm you know it's a tough time as it has been for quite a while and it's it you know, hopefully for some of us getting better for some of us, hopefully, you know, it's not getting worse. You know, we, we love it. If you can support us, if you can at this time, we understand. And the fact that you came to the end of this nonsense is, is all we need. So thank you again for listening. And hopefully we gave you some smiles on a, on, you know, in some rough time. Yeah. So, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, until next time when we're talking about yet another episode of, the hit NBC television show community. Now, I don't mean to stop you at the extra, but I don't think it was a hit. I don't, I don't think I got six seasons, but it kind of <laughs> limped its way there somewhere. Uh, I'm just taking umbrage I'm, at the word hit. That's fair. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I, I wish, wish you luck. luck.